Good morning, listeners. Hi, how are you today? This is Jim the Keys Bartender. It is the day after lobster mini season down here in the Keys. It's hot as hell. And I'm here to tell you that it didn't seem that busy. It seems busier today. We we expect we always expect uh, here in the Keys at least, or this part of the Keys, we always expect that the, the we're going to have a lot of people come in, and for some reason, it's never the case. It looks it was busier today going to the supermarket after many seasons. So we'll see what happens at the restaurant I'm working tonight and tomorrow. So how are you? I had uh, a lovely week here. My girls are back. I wanted to talk a little about some of the scams. Since I notice I get a good, tight report on the listener demographics, and I realize most of the people, or more than 40%, are people in their mid-30s to 50 which is pretty good, or 60. I'm going to say, you know, my age demographic. I'm closer to 60, though. And I don't get money after. There could be a reason for it. The reason is that most people over 60 don't listen to podcasts. And I guess it'll be happening. I guess maybe I jumped in a little too late, or maybe I'm a little too old for that, but who knows? But the one thing that I know that an older demographic is um, susceptible to is online scams. When I was first uh, kind of really getting into the internet and bulletin boards and all this stuff, we're talking about 20 years ago, 22 years ago, you started getting text uh, emails from people. They were, I think the original scams were Nigerian princes or people overseas that wanted to get money into the United States in order to put money in the United States they have to have a bank account because, but since they're not a U.S. citizen or don't have papers uh, they are looking for someone who would have a checking account or bank account available so they can deposit money and what you would get this is what they say what you would get if you put if they put money in your bank would you get a percentage of it so if they said we're going to put a hundred thousand dollars into it, and you know you get ten percent, let's say, and you know people were probably needy and stuff like that, and they did it, and what happened? They had got their bank accounts cleaned out. You know, you got to be careful about giving your information to people online. But that was in the beginning, and now everyone knows Nigerian princes or. Whoever, wherever they're from, uh, it's a scam. It's a scam. But the scams came, there, there's always a new one out. There's always a new one out. And you get the phone line one from the electric company that your electricity is about to be shut off. And they'll ask you to get a green dot card or a gift card or something like that and pay them. It's funny because they're, they're, the people that are most acceptable, older people, they're not familiar with PayPal and third-party payment a- applications. So what they do is they ask them to go and purchase uh, a gift card 
and ask for the information off the gift card in this way and get the money that way. So that's one of the other ones. The other one's IRS. I got a couple of those. That was interesting. Uh, I, I didn't get the electric, your electricity is about to be shut off. I never got one of those. But I used to get the IRS ones all the time. And people should know if the IRS contacted us almost always through mail. Almost always. It's very unusual. And they would not ask for a payment unless you had documentation or something like that. And, you know, there'd be a longer process before they start. You know, you don't get a phone call and say, you owe the IRS money, you're about to be arrested. But I got a, a one, at least one phone call. I think a multiple phone calls. Oh, the police are coming to your location. I said, oh, what location is that? Oh, we don't need to tell you. We know where you are. I said, well, tell me where I am. Oh, you're in so-and-so. And we go, nope. I'm not there. Okay, well, good luck finding me. That was one of them. Another one is said they said they're sending a, a, a van or, or a paddy wagon to pick me up. And I said, what, did you just see a movie from the 1930s? Whoever learned it, you know, it usually has an accent from the subcontinent that are calling. And they said, you have to pay. Uh, you're in serious trouble with the IRS, blah, 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 blah. I said, you know, once you get in serious trouble with the IRS, you, normally they've tried to contact you several times, and I haven't been in any place. I've been in the same location for over 10 years. So, and then a couple times I would just go play along and just say, oh, okay. What What do you need, gold coins? I don't have cash. I don't have any money in a bank account, but I got a lot of gold points. I can send you some gold coins. But, it's going to be expensive because gold is heavy. And how do you want me to ship it? DHL on this? And no, we can't. We have to take it. I said, what do you mean? Have to sell my gold coins? How about diamonds? Diamonds are smaller. And eventually people would, would get the drift that I'm messing with them. But I always thought the more time I spend with them, the less time they have to fuck with anybody else. So there you go. And one of the other ones uh, really interest one, the Facebook lottery. Oh, did you hear the good news? And I love that one. I love that one. And the way that would go, you won the Facebook lottery. And so and so is giving away, you know, up to you know, up to a hundred thousand dollars of people they just pick and and he said, Well what do I need to do? And I said, Well you have to confirm that you have this bank account, you gotta do this and that and what we end up is you give them information that would um, gain access to their bank account or, you know, they can access credit or some, something like that. I've never went real far with that, but I, I enjoy, I go, oh, well, so one of the ones I go, oh, yeah, yeah, really? So soon? And they go, what? Yeah, I just won it a couple of weeks ago. I just got the money. I spent it all. I transferred. I thought it was a scam. And then I got all the money. And then I took it out of my account. I called the bank. They said, the bank said, we got the money too. So I said, well, I had my money. So I took it and put it in another bank account and it's still there. And they closed the original bank account. And the people are perplexed. And I go, yes, it's great. Because, you know, I really, I really needed, I, I really needed that $38,000. I ended up having to pay like, and I go like this, I ended up having to pay 17500 in taxes, but it was still worth it. And the people were, just go on and on, really, blah, 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 and things like that. And I love fucking with those people. I, I love doing that one. Um, and what they do is they hijack a Facebook account. And what I found out 
from the documentary. I know how they know how they hijack Facebook accounts now. What they do is they change the password. They change the password because they'll, they'll some you'll get a message from someone that they hijack someone else's account or set up an account under that person's name with a different spelling, and there'll be someone on your friends list, and they'll send you a message over Facebook, and what they'll say is, "Listen, I'm locked out of my account. I don't have my original cell phone number. Uh, this is just one of the ways to do it, but I have to get an authenticator code. I have to get a code." And I can't receive one because I don't have my um, phone number. Could you receive the code? Could you, you know, tell me the code that you get and things like that? And what you're doing, the way you click on it, is you're asking for They're asking for a code for your account. When you click on this thing and you get an authenticator code and you ask, the, they send you a link for you to say, you ask for that code. So what they'll do is, um, you'll clip, you won't realize that people aren't comfortable. You know, they're they're not adept at doing these things. They um, they click on it, they get a uh, a code, authenticator code, and then they send it to the person, and the person goes in and changes their um, their passwords. And it's usually like Google, they change their Google uh, Gmail account number and they'll get the email there or something like that and they can get from there they can get a lot of different information they can read your emails and get bank account information and things like that so they can be that's how those revenge porn sites a lot of them got uh their material by hijacking people's uh accounts and soliciting friend a friends list to get different um accounts and they go into your email and they'll look for photos and things like that. And that's how a lot of times people get, you know, the phishing scams and things like that, where they get end up getting um, their hard drive, all the information on their, on their computer, um, you know, ransom to say, listen, if you're going to be locked out of your computer, you're not going to have access to all your information, your photos and things like that. So that's how it's done. That's uh, one of the ways it's done. And there's, there's always a new way coming about. Now, one of the more recent ones, and I'm going to go over one last one. Uh, because I have social media accounts for the Keys Bartender, and I have a large amount of friends with each of them, or followers, a large amount comparatively, you know, around a, a little under 2,000 for Twitter, um, about, you know, 15, 16. I hope for someday if the, the show catches on that I have more followers. So I get messages. And when I get messages, I like to respond to its social media accounts for the podcast. So I I don't want to you know disappoint someone nice enough to respond or send something in or say hello. So I'm always hopefully waiting for someone to say, hey, Jim, I'm a follow, I'm listening to podcasts and stuff like that. But, but no, what I do is I get other ones. And for some reason, I go, well, it says Keys Bartender. It says it's a podcast. It's almost like they're not reading it. They're like being willfully ignorant. And they're talking to me like Keys Bartender is a person's personal account. There's nothing else. So I get one in particular. Here's one. I got one 
I won't say the person's name, but um, it's a. They, normally, they get you get one. There's only like two pictures. This one has. It looks like they have thirteen pictures, but it, it's a girl that takes a lot of selfies, and she looks to be um, a very attractive, full-bodied woman. And I just get a message going, "Sup, sup," and I go, "Well." Okay, I got to see what this is go where this is going, and for some reason I know, and uh, there's a zero percent, there's and I don't hold out uh, any hope that it's, and I don't want to because I'm in, but I I realize that it's not going to be anything real coming out of it, so I go I get this one it says sup greetings to you I said because I know there was slang, and the person goes H R U. Now I said man I guess this person must be an American because all the other ones are from Asia or India or something like that. HRU, and I had to think about HR, how are you? And I go, O-A-F, because I, I was going to say, I, I am fine. I was going to be I-A-F and have them figure with that, I am fine. But I put O-A-F, O-F. <laughs> and then I put great. Not funny, I know. Where are you from? That's what the person sends, and I reflect the Florida Keys. And this person goes, me too. I go, oh, okay, me too, Florida Keys. And, I, and they go, Melbourne, which is not the Florida Keys. It's about 220 miles north of here. Oh, Key Largo, Melbourne, it's not that far away. What do you do in Melbourne, I write back. And they go, yep. What do you do in Melbourne? Yup. I, mean, I wonder if that is short for anything other than yes. And then it goes, yup, lives there. I said, okay, that could be an American because that was like a very basic, basic answer. What do you do in Melbourne? I live there. Yeah. So I go, my response is, hey, that's what I do in Key Largo. What are the chances of that? Yeah, I live in Key Largo. It was nice meeting you. I, have a great night. And I spelled the name wrong. And then I corrected. And it goes, you're welcome, dear. So I didn't continue it because I didn't realize where that was going. There wasn't a, they didn't seem to have a script. But the one thing I had, it was great. It was great. Let me get, put this one. I got this text. I'm going to read it out. Correctly. Now, I'm not going to text. I'm not going to show the picture because let me explain. These are these are new. This is a new scam because I've gotten about at least four of them. And the text scam is you get a text from a unknown number. And sometimes it'll read something like this. Hi, Tammy. We'll meet tonight at Club Zabar. And you're like, what the what the F is Club Zabar? 9 p.m. And then what the typical thing they expect you to write back is like, sorry, not Tammy. Sorry, you got the wrong number. Sorry, not Tammy. You got the wrong number. Whatever. And then the person is very polite. They go, sorry, I text the wrong number. And they wait for you to say something else. And you say, oh, no big deal. No one's hurt. No, no thing. No worries. And they come back. Oh, you're so very kind and thoughtful for not being annoyed. Like, 
you get the wrong text, what do you flip out? You know, what kind of asshole are you? And then the oversharing begins. You'll get how old they are, where they're from. They'll send you a picture. Um, if you're an older man, uh, they'll, and when they send the picture, it's normally, and everyone I got back from was a very attractive young Asian woman. And this one said, uh, it's funny, I'll, I'll, I'll say this one. I, I want to post the picture, but I'm thinking that they're taking pictures from, they're, they're harvesting them from other sites. So I don't think it's that person. I'm pretty sure it's probably, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be, probably most likely wouldn't be a girl. Because it was that nice looking, that girl probably would be doing her own cam things and, and trying to scam people directly over uh, FaceTime or something like that. So what they do is they're gleaning the picture, they kind of hook you in, and then they'll see if there's any interest. If you're an older male, they'll see uh, if there's any interest. And if there is, they'll um, say something similar to, oh, well, I don't really look at age or I find older men attractive and all that stuff. And if you play the Dutch uncle like I do, I don't get uh, romantic with them and stuff like that. And I know you think, oh, you probably get romantic with them. No, I don't. Um, I just go and try to be good advice, give good advice and say, oh, it's nice. No big deal. Uh, it's nice to hear this stuff and I'm ready to get off. And then finally they start getting concerned because you're such a nice person. I said, well, with these bad economic times, and this is recently, I hope you're diversifying and doing things. It's, oh, diversifying. What do you mean? And they start mentioning uh, yeah, and if they see that you're just being friendly, they'll just say, they'll mention uh, investing in crypto or foreign exchange currency funds. And then I'll say that's what they do part-time. And uh, they'll give us a background and say, I have a, it's always a health and beauty company they own or a health and fitness company. In this particular case, it was health and training company. And they originally come from places... Uh, like Hong Kong, Singapore, and places like that. Tokyo was one. And they they have another company, and they're living, a lot of them are living, say they live in the United States, L.A. or New York or Chicago. Now, I had four of these texts, and all of them were for young women. They all had those kind of companies, and, you know, it just seemed kind of interesting and I was getting, just getting used to it. Every time I get one of these texts, I kind of think, oh, well, let's see. You know, one of these days, it could be a real wrong number. A real wrong number means people say, oh, my bad, and talk to you later. That's how it goes, right? People call up, get the, get the wrong number, and say, my mistake. And, or they hang up. You know, the rude people call the wrong number, and they'll call like a million times and you finally pick them and go, they'll just not say anything and hang up. Or they're looking for someone. I don't know. So I get this text from, I think it's from Michigan. I should double check that. But uh, th this is from the unsolicited text person. And I'm going to read everything. And I'm going to alternate. And I'll tell you which one's for me and, and not. Okay, here's the text. We are going to the golf course tomorrow and have a barbecue party. Don't forget to join John barbecue party. You know, just like who says barbecue party? It's either barbecue if you're in the United States and stuff like that. But then again, it could be forgiven because this is an Asian woman that lives in L.A. now. 
So what I get, the, the, the alarm bells went off for me, so I go right into my mode that I like to do, and then I'll explain why I do it. Uh, got it, comma. I will get in touch with John. I think I'm in the same foursome. See you on the greens. Yeah, just roll with it. And I did this. It was like, I did it like two minutes later. And then finally I get this return one like a minute later. Are you kidding me? Now, why would they say, are they kidding me? Because I just positively respond to their, yeah, we're going to the golf course and don't have and have a barbecue party. Don't forget John. And say, got it. I will get in touch with John. I think I'm in the same foursome. See you on the greens. So they know to respond to someone that's going to the, the golf course, right? Yeah, they, they just heard. They just responded to someone in the golf course and see you on the greens. Are you kidding me? My name is Molly. Are you friend, my friend Luna? Now, this person, I went off script and this person's trying to respond and write it thinking, are you kidding? Whoa, uh, you weren't supposed to respond that way. So then she said, my, um, my name's Molly. Are you my friend Luna? And I go, no. I thought you were Brad talking to me about the golf outing tomorrow at the Marion Country Club. It's a fundraiser for a scholarship award. John is a friend of mine. Now, I did. I swear to God, this came out. This one was just a little later, okay? This was like a little later, and it said, oh, my God. This is the response. Oh, my God, a mistyped number. Fell sorry. I'm saying it correct, exactly how they type it in. Fell sorry. I thought, one word. I thought, you were my friend, one word, my friend. Hope I did not did turb you. Now they meant to say disturb you. And so I go, okay, here's the sweet spot. No problem or was an honest mistake. I spelled it wrong too. I figure this person really doesn't care because I don't think English is their native tongue. And they come back, thank you. We met in the wrong way. My name is Molly. You said that already. What should I call you? And I should, I, I go like, my name is Pat. And I did that by design. See, because ask your name right away. Who asked their name when you're sending around? Okay. Nice to meet you, Pat. I'm Molly, age 35. How about you? And then there's a picture of a, a, a pretty Asian woman who seems to be about 22. Yes, it said, I'm Molly, 35. I don't know why they might, I mean, they may know who I am. So they up the age just so they, they, they think it's nice to know you, Molly. I am 50. That's me. Are you female or male? And then my response goes, yes, I am. And she sends, come back male. And I went back female. I didn't say I am female. Where are you from? I'm in Los Angeles. So this is where I got a little creative here. Originally, I'm from Malaysia. Now I'm from Chicago, since they were in the Michigan thing. I figure I do. I know Chicago's not in Michigan, but it's nearby. And then I say, I'm from Chicago. I do crypto and foreign currency exchange trading. So I went right in there to say, oh, I want to see how they react. Wow, so cool. If you don't mind, can I see a, see your picture? Now, who asked for a picture the first time they sent a uh incorrect text from you. I don't get that. So I just ignored that. And I said, oh, it was great talking to you. I have a conference call. And then they come back. Can we still be friend? No. 
Um, I hope this is a beautiful mistake. I run my own medical equipment and training training company at LA. So what do you do at Chicago? At LA and at Chicago. I said, well, if you're doing a training company, I hope your person that's doing the training is not you because you, I mean, your English is not so, so great. But, and then again, mine hasn't been so great either. And then they write another one. I do crypto and foreign currency exchange trading too. T-O-O. They got that right. And bigger. And I don't know what that means. And bigger. So I write back, I used to have a health and beauty company in Singapore. I hope you set yourself up for the future, for your future. Have a good night. Because normally you come out with that and stuff like that. Uh, they said they come back. See you tomorrow. I will message you. Uh, I will message to you again, my friend. So the next morning at 10 or 12, I get, good morning, friend. And I respond, out on the golf course, can't read my messages, you know, like an automated response. And then at one o'clock, I get, oh, 20 after one again. I hope you set yourself up for your future. This is from them. Your style is a scammer. Laughed out loud. Laugh, LOL. Laugh out loud. That's from them. So they're kind of like doing a self-review on themselves. Hope you set yourself up for your future. You sound like a scammer, but they even sell scammer. And so they said, I sound like a scammer. I said, well, you text me. You text me. So I mean, how can I be a scammer when you call me by accident? And then it goes, and then I say, I used to, I'm, I used to hear this a lot from people that accidentally text me, laugh out loud. And then the person goes, crypto, LOL. And then I go, foreign exchange, laugh out loud. And that was it. And people say, Jim, what if, what are you wasting all your time with these people and stuff like that? And I say, you know what? Whenever you go up on the food chain, I always think this is what happens, is that they send out so many texts like they used to with when they were going to social media accounts. But they send out a lot of texts. And they get, sorry, wrong number, don't contact me. You know, and they say, don't contact. So this person isn't nice. So they're not going to be able to talk to them too often. So they stop then. So they have an algorithm where they they figure, okay, if they go through here, it's over. Now, mine, you got like a group of people responding one and say, oh, sorry, I thought you were my friend so-and-so and stuff like that. Um, a thousand pardons or something like that. And the other person usually responds something like, hey, yeah, no big deal. And they go, oh, you're so nice and kind. And they'll say, see if they can continue the conversation. Now, at this point, you're texting someone you don't know. And you're sending a picture of yourself to someone you don't know. And tell them all the information. They are. And they're not telling you their information. They're telling you one from the background information they're reading from. So Molly is... Uh, has her medical equipment and training uh, company, training company, T-R-A-N-I-N-G. And then she'll go on and on and, and stuff like this. And then eventually they'll see if you're going to share some information and who you are. And if it's romantic, they'll send it to something else. And maybe they'll have to have it. They have to have it like a couple women. 
Because eventually, if you're going to send money, you might expect a FaceTime video or something like that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe people will send pictures to, you know, fake accounts. Now, what I think, it doesn't really matter if it's a man or a woman on the other side of the line. They're just responding to the script. How desperate do you have to do to be able to invest with someone that you just met for text and didn't even see who they are and don't even see if they're a real person? Another person suggested to me, people say, this is this could just be one of these artificial intelligence, AIs, responding to chatbots. And I say, well, there's a little more finesse that goes into a ch- chatbot than, you know, with scammers and uh, chatbots. But they may have get, gotten there yet, but I think it's kind of expensive. I think you'd probably, there'd be ways for you to figure out or you would not yield the kind of results they would like to yield. But I think you just get past, like if you get past a one and if it looks like a romantic thing, they may have to send it to a woman who might have to send real pictures or real uh, uh, video calls. And But if it's money and all that stuff and people are still talking and they're still in the line, there's no reason why anybody couldn't handle the text. And it happens a lot. And I'll still get another one and I'll get a ton of them. I I don't begrudge people trying to make money, but I do begrudge that they're doing it a um, in a nefarious way, underhanded way. And I like to do everything I can to combat that. And that's why I do it. I don't think I'm talking to Molly when uh, that this this text. I don't think it's Molly. It could be almost anyone. I don't know where it's from. But it's always interesting they use the that Asia, they don't try to make it like someone that's German or French or anything like that. And they try to contact someone. I'm thinking that, you know, uh, oh, if they're, I mean, if it was someone that was originally from Hong Kong, what if someone started speaking Mandarin to them? I think Hong Kong is Mandarin. Because there's two main languages in China. Whatever. And I don't, I... I don't know if it's sanctioned by the government or anything like that, but it it is interesting, and people are desperate. On this side, on the receiving end, there's people desperate for attention and communication. On the other side, there's people desperate for money. They want to separate us from our money, and we're looking to get into some kind of meaningful relationship. I mentioned in a previous podcast that I had a gentleman who was in his mid to late 70s, and I've known him for years. And he came to me uh, once and said, listen, I've been uh, I'm having this conversation with this woman in Colombia. And I go, okay. And going back and forth. And this guy had his doubts. And he goes, do you think this is real? And it's a, a beautiful, says supposedly 30, I think she raised her age, so... It wouldn't sound like she looked like she was in her mid-20s, early 20s. And I said, well, if that's a real person, I still think it's an extreme unlikelihood that they're interested in you. They may be interested in money. It's not a real person, most likely. It's just a, a photo and someone set up a fake account and they're talking to you. And I said, unless you're really charming and stuff like that, I don't see like a foreign woman because between here and Colombia, a beautiful woman like that would probably be able to meet someone with significant resources. 
and not have to go that far afield to search out a, a man who's two and a half times her age. I hate to be cruel. And that's what I always say to him when he says, like, I'm looking for a husband. I said, first of all, I'm married. Second of all, um, I am almost 60. So you don't know who I am. So, I mean, you, you don't, I mean, I don't care if you think I'm handsome and stuff like that. It's, a, you know, I mean, people can tell you that in person and they can lie about it from secondhand information. Don't believe it. And I'm trying to bring you down. You know, people say, oh, you're ruining their hope. And I said, you know what? Their hope, if, if they're hoping to separate you from your money and they're not going to add any value, in the end, you're just going to be disappointed. It's best to be disappointed in the beginning when you get one and just say, oh, well, such is life. Got, got contacted by another scammer, like scammer, like that person said. But I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to my next response. I'm going to stay on the lines with that ambiguous name, and whenever they ask for my sex, I'm going to treat, try to be as vague as possible, or maybe add in a good, a really good backstory for me. I got to be careful though when I do the backstory if I want to continue to a couple days. That if the person kind of, you know, if they kind of dig back and say, "Hey, you said this." You know, you said you were an astronaut going to the International Space Station. Now you're saying that you're a deep sea diver? Come on, which are you? You know? So that would that would be interesting, you know? So then the next thing I'm going to tell the most incredible thing. I said, this is the fake email account of Brad Pitt. And this is how I converse with people so I can have a normal conversation with someone without my celebrity getting in the way. That'd be good. I can pick another tier celebrity, you know what I mean? I can just say, I'm... Christ, let me pick someone. I gotta think of that. I'm Kid Rock. I'm tired of all these hillbillies contacting me. <laughs> so, and this, so I'm just set it up so I look like this guy, Jim. And uh, this is my dummy account. How did you get the number? Do something like that. This is the cover, or I could do a secret agent thing. That's a good one. Or this is the cover thing. This is you're ruining a cover for a drug. We're going up against a drug smuggling gang, arms smuggling gang, whatever. But wait for that to come. And these are the things that I enjoy. I don't feel bad about it because the person has a, a malevolent intent. I don't feel bad that what I'm doing is something. If I mess around with people that are innocent, then, but once they start, once they hit all those check boxes, those check boxes I check off for a scam, the game's on. And I look forward to the next one. Well, thank you for uh, spending your time with me today. And I will be back again. I think I'll be back tomorrow. Today at a little three o'clock, I think I have to perform a wedding ceremony. Yes, I'm going to perform a wedding ceremony. I am a, a notary in the state of Florida, and notaries in the state of Florida have the power to solemnize uh, uh, wedding nuptials or marriage nuptials, and uh, you know they get to sign as efficient. Well, for now, goodbye and take care.